Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back to hour number two of our program, brought to you in part by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Maker of a hole-in-one this week, Al Shenderovich. And we also have Iron Rock Tap House on board. That's a great place to go in Greensburg. you got some great opportunities to watch big-time sports and a tremendous atmosphere. Check it out at Iron Rock Tap House. 412-928-9370 is the number. We've been talking about a lot of things led by the Steelers. There are moves at the trade deadline. There are signals moving into the second part of the season. Some of the others, and there's some really good games, by the way, this week here. If you want to take a look at one of the better ones, Buffalo and the Jets. Now, I wouldn't have said that at the beginning of the season, but the Jets uh, are looking like a decent team. Now, I know they lost Brees Hall. That's a big one. Uh, they brought in Robinson to take his place. Buffalo is almost the unstoppable team right now in the AFC. They're 6-1. and one. Their only loss was to the Dolphins in a game they dominated. They have the league's top offense at 430 yards per game that they average. They also have the top defense, allowing just 14 points a game. When they play at home, and if they get a home field in the AFC playoffs, look out. Buffalo could very well end up in the Super Bowl. The Jets need that game today. That'll be an interesting one. The other interesting one that I see that I like is uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a team I cannot figure out right now. They're going to host Los Angeles. The Rams are another team. Both of these are 3-4. and four. You'll see that one Sunday on KDK at 425. Cooper Cup's been injured. Aaron Donald's up and down. Sean McVay's had his problems. They have a lot of veterans on that team. They've traded a lot of picks to get these guys. And then Tom Brady... Now that this divorce is final, you wonder how he's going to react. Maybe it will be a freedom sort of situation, you know, all those distractions that come with that sort of thing, and we'll see what he does. Uh, but that's a, another good game to watch. The Steelers will be watching all of them as they are in their bye week getting set for New Orleans coming up next Sunday right here at Acroshore Stadium, which is today the site of Pitt and Syracuse. Let's go back to the lines at 412 928 we joined a counselor who joins me right here on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hey, counselor, what's up? Hi, Bob. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? Good. Listen, um, I'm at least somewhat, uh, as the saying goes, happy from the standpoint that they got a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. And God forbid, if Kenny Pickett doesn't work out and they only win about five or six games, they may have a seventh pick overall in the draft. They have to look at a quarterback because Pickett doesn't work out, and I think they should know by the end of the season whether Pickett is worth, you know, being the, the primary starting quarterback. You know, um, they well, would be. The only, that would be. Listen, the, counsel, you only. Uh, let me just interrupt you real quick. 
The only thing I see, if they don't think Kenny Pickett, and I don't think they're going to come to that conclusion. I think they drafted him with a thought in mind that he was going to be their guy, and it may have some more ups and downs along the way. But it would take a complete disaster for me to think they'd redraft it, even if they got a top-five pick. Uh, but if they did, it would pose an interesting problem because you'd hate to pass on what could be a generational player at one of those quarterbacks. Uh, if you believe the picket is your answer, then you just simply trade that pick down and get more draft equity. That's the way I would approach it. But if you don't, and there's one of those guys there, can you afford to pass him if he turns out to be the next, you know, Josh Allen? Yeah, well, that would be my other thing about that. But if they, if, if Pickett is okay, in other words, you're satisfied and he's going to be, then you can get that tackle for the uh, offensive line and then maybe the corner for the uh, defensive backfield to shut down corner. Or yeah, that's another thing, um, corner. Another backup edge rusher, you know? Well, that could be somebody, but, too, uh, they look at, especially early in the draft if they get that high. There are some good ones out of Georgia specifically. So, well, they know. got it's, the it's, Chicago's second-round pick, so it's Chicago's pick. So Chicago should be picking in the top 40 or 50. So, you know. Yeah, what I'm oh, saying now, is – they have so many things they have to fill. I don't know that they can start with edge rusher. Uh, they have Highsmith and Watt. Uh, to me, yeah, if you got one, that'd be great. But you don't. The the other needs far outweigh that need. That would be a right. I need, would put tackle mostly. as the number one need, and then the uh, shutdown corner is number two. You know. Yeah, we're we're getting um, too far ahead, though, <laughs> Counselor. Only because. Uh, there's so much football left to be played, and I, I'd like to look at it from that point of view before they get to the draft talk. There's so much stuff between now and then. But I hear yep. what you're saying because they are they are in a position where maybe that's going to transpire. Yeah, the other only thing about the Penguins is this. I hate to say this. I don't think you're going to convince certain members of that team, especially people like Malkin and maybe uh, even Latang to play a little conservatively after they get up two goals. I just Well, that's a that's it, a problem the Penguins to. are encountering. Uh, counselor, and thanks for the call, man. I got to move along, but I appreciate your input every week. The Penguins are playing the same way with or without the lead. And it's one thing if you're down and you play that way, but when you get up, there's got to be more management involved in how they navigate through leads. They're 0 5 and 1 in their last 6. That's 6 losses in a row and they've blown leads in 5 of them. The same things keep occurring. They're giving up too many opportunities when they shouldn't be doing it. you got to clamp down and play a more defensive style. And I know that goes against some of those guys and, you know, maybe their overall belief in how to play hockey. But it's just, it's just smart in terms of making it more difficult for the other team to get into your zone, to set up in your zone, and to get shots in your zone. Uh, and if they, if they continue to do that, they're going to lose a lot of games that way. This team, Seattle, it's a good grinding team coming into town tonight. The last thing you want to do – just give them a lead and try to dig out from it, number one. But if you do have a lead, you can't look to entertain the home folks all the time with razzle-dazzle hockey. Globetrotting has got to take a backseat to just management of the puck. And, and if they don't do that, they're going to end up losing more of these games. They're too talented to lose these kinds of games. they got to be able to shut down teams. They've had opportunities in five of these six games to win games, and they've got nothing to show for it. And by the way, looking back now at the Steelers 2020 draft, doesn't look all that good. When you take Chase Claypool out of it, Highsmith was the best pick of them all, third round. McFarlane, bust so far. 
Kevin Dotson, not so good. Antoine Brooks and Carlos Davis. Carlos Davis is on the team, but he is what he is, more of a depth piece. But that's it for the results of that draft. 412-928-9370. Also at the bottom of the hour, Doran Dickerson will be here with Paul Zeiss. We're going to get into the college football playoff. We're going to get into Pitt-Syracuse, of course, on the pregame show. But it's very interesting to me when you look at the top ten right now in this college football there, there are some head-to-head games coming up that will uh, probably put more clarity into this. But Tennessee is ranked first. Ohio State is ranked second. Georgia is ranked third. Clemson fourth. Michigan fifth. I'm making the case that Alabama is going to reemerge here somehow. They're sixth right now, but you know Tennessee and Georgia play today. You'll see that game on KDKA, CBS. It's a great game. And Tennessee, despite being ranked higher than Georgia, is still a nine-point underdog in this game. One of them is going to lose. Ohio State later in the year will take on Michigan. One of them is going to lose. Clemson may have the opportunity to move in there because I don't know that they're going to lose. And if they don't, but they could. They're not, they're not a dominating team. They're good, but they're not dominating, which could pave the way for Alabama to reemerge. Just what you love, another Nick Saban team in a championship game or playoff. It's a possibility. We'll talk more with that as we go along here. But 412-928-9370, that is the number to call. We're talking Steelers, we're talking Pitt, we're talking Penguins, we're talking World Series, if you'd like to get on board with that as well. We're going to go back to the phone lines right now, and we welcome in. Is there anyone on the phone line? Steve in Oakmont, I think. Is that right? Steve, what's going on? Hey, Bob, on? how you doing? Good, thanks. Good afternoon. Hey, uh, Good afternoon. I'm, a Tomlin, I'm a Tomlin guy. I wanted to get your opinion, though. Um, the Steelers are not going to fire him anytime soon. So I do believe you need a offensive minded uh, coach or at least have an offensive creative offensive coordinator now a young one you bring one in he's gone in a year I mean uh, teams eat up well that's I wouldn't care about that he could be gone in a year if he's going to help my offense I'll take that risk right I I, I agree so we know they're not going to get rid of Tomlin Uh, is there an older offensive mind that you know of or if you talk to Hokie, I don't know. Is there a guy that you have in mind that we could bring in uh, offensively, coordinator, that uh, you think might get this job done and help Kenny Pickett? Uh, I mean, we've gone through the list of guys who've kind of been recycled. He brought up or not him. Someone else brought up the thing of getting Bruce Arians back here. If he's, you know, I don't know what his role is with Tampa Bay right now. I don't think that's going to happen. He I think, come I back. think your, 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 first, your first situation is a good one, Steve, and that is a younger mind, someone out there who could come in and take over, but someone who's had NFL experience. I think that's important no matter who it is. You can get a guy who's in his 50s or 60s who has that or a guy in his 30s as long as he has been on a good coaching staff uh, you know, who, who's had the opportunity to be in that position. And keep in mind, in the NFL, you've got to have – you know. Um, a promotion type of opportunity for these guys before they can leave teams sometimes and permission at least to talk to. So I, I think that's a good point. I think they need to do it. I think they got to get much better on offense. Uh, Matt Canada just has not gotten it done, uh, pure and simple. That's his, that's how you have to evaluate this. Uh, and his offenses have been mostly college offenses. And in this NFL, you've got to have more than what we've seen so far. Now, does that mean it's all Matt Canada's fault? No, because they have missed – Two of their quarterbacks, both Trubisky and Pickett, have missed open receivers. Their offensive line is a problem, so it goes beyond just play calling. It's all of it. The play calling is the, the easiest thing, I think, to, to fix right now, pending whatever happens in next year's draft. And let's be patient on Kenny Pickett. Um, everybody wants Mahomes, who had Andy Reid that first year. I mean, 
But, uh, but he didn't even play. He didn't even play in the first year. Yeah. Right. He got injured. And right. let's remember and, and about so, the Troy Aikmans and other rookie court. Let's give him time to develop. He didn't come into a great situation. Uh, I think he's look at his look how he progressed at Pitt. He wasn't great right off the bat, but he learned. He got better, and I think it's going to take a year, two years. And I think Kenny Pickett's going to be a good quarterback for us. I certainly hope you're right. That's what they're counting on for him to be uh, that guy. And thank you for the call, Steve. We appreciate that. Uh, and if you look at the guy who right now has the best win-loss record of the, all these quarterbacks that you've seen, Jalen Hurts is emerging as that guy, even over guys like uh, Joe Burrow. And, 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 again, wins and losses is a team thing, I know. But still, he's, he's the, uh, the engineer. He's the guy on top of that train making things happen. 412-928-9370. We're going to take a break right now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, welcome back, everyone, as we continue right here from Acroshore Stadium. Getting ready for Pitt and Syracuse. We'll have our pregame show coming up at 1230. In the meantime, it's a very busy college football weekend. We talked about some of the big games. Tennessee, Georgia is the one that jumps out. Tennessee visiting, undefeated. They're both 8-0. But Georgia's at home, which makes them a nine-point favorite in that game. Nine points. So... Again, I'm a, I am like points, so that would make me think take Tennessee, but then the, the point differential makes me think Georgia may win by more than that. So maybe it's one of those I stay away from. Pitt and Syracuse today, coming up, we'll get you all set for that. In the meantime, Steelers in a bye week, a lot of issues going on there. They're going to try to work some of these out and see what happens as the schedule gets a little easier. Although I will say this, take this for what it's worth. New Orleans just shut out Las Vegas. It's hard to do that. It's hard to shout out any team in the NFL. And they did that. And I wonder about the Raiders. It's one of those teams, which is why that that whole division is something that I'm surprised. I thought that division would be the best in football. And now it looks like the NFC East, which I never would have thought is the best division in football. Go figure. You know, led largely by the Eagles and the Giants. The Giants are better than I thought they were. But it's early. They still have nine games left to play. We will see. In the meantime, Penguins in action tonight. I want to just get back to them for a second because we didn't talk too much about what their problem, their chief problem, and that would be shutting down teams when they have the lead. We saw the Boston game the other night. It was 5-2 to two Penguins. They had a three-goal lead late into the second period. And pardon me while I chew on something here. It happens when you're live. I'm just, I was trying to hide it, you know, but there's no sense in trying to hide it. It's a chew. I'm chewing. Now I'm going to drink. Hold on. <sighs> okay, now I'm back to normal. It's hard to talk when you got stuff in your mouth. I'm trying to do it. And then when you're on radio, you think, okay, no one's seeing this, so I can get through it. No, you can't because I have peanut butter of all things, and it's stuck on my teeth. <laughs> so the Penguins are stuck on something that's going to be a problem for them if they don't correct it soon. That's playing with a lead, playing properly. When you're up 5-2 against Boston, you know, you give them power play opportunities as they got. Brad Marchant made a wonderful shot. 
they're getting opportunities in and around the net as well. The goaltending hasn't been good enough, but the play in front of the goaltenders I don't think has been good enough either. Uh, the other night against Buffalo, uh, they dictated play, I thought, early in that game. And all of a sudden, all it took was a couple of opportunities with some of their snipers they got. Tage Thompson rips it home in a shot that was better than Ovechkin, I thought. Uh, ticketed to the roof of the goal, and it was, I don't know what the mile an hour, but man, that guy can shoot it. Frederick Olison did the same, good opportunities. They're losing puck battles at the end of the game. Zemgis Gergensen's outraced the Penguins to call off what would have been an icing call. Instead, it results in an empty net goal. You know, that's just that's just working harder. That's more want to. The Penguins have got to show more of that, especially when they have the lead. They have the talent to do that. They just got to do it. And they have a lot of road games here, you know, before we get to Thanksgiving when they come home for a, a nice homestand. So we'll see what they could do. Seattle cracking in town. They're 3-1-1 on the road. The Penguins need a win badly. And uh, we'll see if they can get it here after losing to Buffalo the other night. And if you look at the standings, the Penguins have the third fewest points in the East and they're seventh in the Metropolitan Division. Uh, I know it's only 11 games, but, you know, if you dig holes big enough, they're, they're going to be problematic for sure. 412-928-9370. Uh, one other thing with regard to the baseball playoffs and, and what I see from the World Series is that pitching always does well, especially bullpen pitching. And the Houston Astros, man, they are deep. 082 ERA from their bullpen this entire postseason. They combined on a, a four-person no-hitter in Philadelphia the other night. They lead the series three games to two, getting set for what will be game six tonight in Houston. And the Phillies just got to force a game seven and see what happens. Uh, but it's going to be hard for them to do it, uh, again, facing this Houston pitching staff at home when the Astros know that they could end it tonight. They don't want to get to a game seven either. So pretty uh, incredible stuff there uh, throughout the baseball season. The Pirates, uh, well, what are they going to do? They're going to sit there and watch and we'll <laughs> Hope to get better next year as they move into uh, the 2023 campaign. But they better hope some of these guys make serious jumps. One other note, and I got a, a tweet here from someone asking about Mike Tomlin's challenges. And I will say that last week I thought they missed a great opportunity on a jump ball uh, that Pickens came down with, hit the ground. The, the surviving the ground has taken on a more liberal, uh, relaxed mode. I don't think you have to hold it forever I, he went to the ground he was on the ground the defender knocked the ball away I would have challenged that but to those who think it's only Mike Tomlin I think there's a lot of people involved in this process on the field level you can only see what you see when you have someone upstairs in your ear watching replays those are the people who have to tell you what's going on and if you don't have that then I don't know if you're going to go by based on you know that to me was I would as soon as I saw it I said challenge it there's and, and they waited a while and I think the people in the booth uh, all, had the same viewpoint. Uh, they should have just challenged it, but he's not good on challenges. 0 for 2 this year, and it hasn't been good in his last uh, three or four years. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up. We have a pregame show coming up for Pitt. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 